0: Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. Welcome back. So today we're going to be Talking about something we we haven't really talked a lot about before. Uh, we're going to be talking about you know the the path that gets you from where you want where you are to where you want to go. Okay, and and the reason uh, we're going to talk about this path and why we're talking about it right now is that you know there's a an influx of of energy that's supporting us to get to our goals, and it, it's happening right now. Um, the The trick with that energy is, and the important thing to understand when that energy is being, you know, um, it, it's not quite forced upon us, but it's being infused so um, incessantly, incessantly, rather, and effectively and efficiently, uh, is that it is forcing us to recognize where. Uh, endings need to occur and uh, you know there's a lot of us who don't love uh, endings and we don't we don't love them because we've been taught that endings are bad they're negative they're sad um, and you know or that they're hard and 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 in a lot of cases we've been taught to fear them and and it's really um, you know this time especially the last two, three weeks, has been about allowing us to elegantly, I use that word, (laughs) lovingly, uh, to elegantly accept that endings are a part of life. In fact, they're a part of our success. Because without endings, we cannot experience new beginnings. And, you know, I, I want you right now, they're showing me, you know, take a look back to your childhood and, you know, remember how um, death was first presented to you. Was, was the person, you know, who was sharing it with you, were they scared to even share it with you? Were there um, deaths that were hidden from you because people didn't want to share them with you? Okay. Okay. Um, I want you to start to to put together what they're showing me is putting together how you were taught to face something, and the person that you are choosing to be based on how you were taught, because this is the lesson, right? This is the process. This is what we're working towards in in being becoming conscious, right? And, and becoming who you're meant to be. If your beliefs are holding you back because your beliefs are so uh, ingrained in the person that you were taught to be, it's important to recognize that those are your limitations because it's you who's choosing to be that person today. Just because you were taught to do it that way, just because you've done it that way for, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years doesn't mean it's right, okay? So this is where, you know, right now we're all being urged and and given the opportunity as much as possible to assess, review, and, and recognize where our beliefs are actually limiting us. Okay. And there's, there's a few different, (laughs) there's a few different parts of this and and how it, um, how it shows up and how it, it actually does the limiting. So, you know, when you have a belief system that is based in fear, right? So let's say someone said, you know, someone dying is, is bad. Um, so we're not going to tell you about it so that, when you go through life and you recognize that someone's ready to pass over, you're going to be fearful. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to be able to talk about it openly, talk about it freely and accept that this is a part of that person's journey. You've now decided to make it a part of your journey and you're choosing to be affected by the experience someone else is having. Okay. So it's important to recognize that yes, If someone close to you and someone you love is passing on, there's going to be sadness, but it's also being able to really recognize that that is part of their journey and it is their time, right? Because it's their time because they're choosing for it to be their time, okay? And you know, yes, there are times where it doesn't feel like it's their choice, but the reality is it's part of their journey. And if it is happening to them, it is meant to be happening to them at that time. Okay. And you know, they may have an opportunity to pull themselves out of that, but it's up to them to be able to pull themselves out. So you can't go through your life based on what someone else is choosing. You can't feel sad or feel bad because they may be not choosing to pull out or they may be choosing to give in, whatever it is. But in the bigger picture, okay, endings are, they're always um, a death of an old so that a new can begin. So sometimes it isn't some, a person actually or an animal, or, or you know, someone actually dying. It could be um, the end of, of one direction of your career, one direction of your life, the end of where you're living, you know, but most importantly, it's, you know, it's also the end of a dynamic, right? So it could be the end of a dynamic in one of your relationships, in one of your close relationships, you know, it could be the end of recognizing that there's, there's a fear in you and you're no longer going to let that fear control your ability to succeed. So what I'm saying is endings are a part of life. And what you're being offered right now is the opportunity to recognize how you are look at endings, how you approach those endings, how you deal with them, how you allow yourself to, to thrive. And it's not in spite of them, it's with them. Because here's the thing, endings are, that's our way of recognizing that we're done. That we've had an experience, we've gotten every single thing out of it possible, and now we've outgrown it and we're ready for something more. Okay. And it's important to recognize that when you're in alignment with your soul, there is going to be constant endings, you know, and because that's what evolution is. It's one ending after another, after another, after another. And there is a point in life when you reach an awareness and and a, a level of understanding that allows you to recognize that an ending isn't the end, it's the beginning of something new. And that's the goal, okay? That's really what we're talking about today is, you know, recognizing that Endings are the beginning of something new. Because you can't get to the new if you're holding on to something that has ended. Okay, and you know, for for years now, I've been exploring this this topic in particular for a really really long time. It's actually what uh, kickstarted my journey um, into, you know, into conscious awareness and moving towards becoming more of who I am and you know through this process it's it's not always easy you know I've I've definitely had way more endings uh, it feels like more endings than beginnings and, and that's for the simple fact that a lot of relationships have ended ones that I you know that I've, I've carried for so long. And, and we carry them because society says, you know, family and friends and all of the different, gosh, there's so many different things that society says are right and that we have to do. When really, you know, it's about allowing yourself to continually feel into what's right and and what's not. Um, You know, and it's, it's also about recognizing that with endings come an acceptance that you are a different person, you know, and, and it's recognizing that something has come to an end is recognizing that you you can't go back. And I think for me, that's often been the hardest part is, is recognizing that uh, you can't unknow. I often, I often use that term, you know, once you know, you can't unknow. And so sometimes I will put off an ending because once I know, I can't pretend to not know anymore. So it's this, you can't be naive, right? And, and that's really, you know, what's going on on a bigger scale in the world today is that, you know, we're being forced to recognize where we've where we've been trained to be naive, but also where we're still choosing to be naive. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people who still, you know, don't want to see it. They're still uh, not wanting to look and, and you can see it because their anger comes out, right? So if you notice that you're, you have a lot of anger or fear, because anger is fear in a certain area. So look at what that area is, okay? If you feel anger, you feel frustration, instead of judging the other person and, and you know, making a statement that this person isn't doing this. And so I am angry. So you're justifying your anger. What you really want to be doing is allowing yourself to recognize where your fear is actually coming from. Okay. Because at the end of the day, there is not another human being who can affect your dreams, and affect your goals, affect your being, other than yourself. You know, and and that's the part that most people are being faced with right now is is recognizing that it's, you know, you are. You're the starring role in your life, and. It doesn't matter how much you want to justify or try to prove or try to, you know, convince why someone else is holding you back and holding your success back. It's, it's actually impossible. And it's the moments that you allow yourself to believe and, and to recognize that this is the truth, that, you know, for really hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years now, you know, humanity has this, this potential to, to grow and to, to sing with abandon, sort of speak, is the way I'm feeling it and seeing it. And, and what that means is, you know, we all have this ability to reach our potential. It's when we choose to allow that potential to be hindered by a belief that is, that is fearful of an ending, that is fearful of change, that is is fearful of someone else doing something to us, okay, so as a, as a specific, so we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit here about um, uh, things that I don't necessarily want to talk about, but we're going to talk about them anyways, because apparently they do. So we're going to talk about um, vaccines and, and the world of, of vaccines, okay? And, you know, I, I've i been, um, since the beginning of this pandemic, I've been studying the virus itself and, and studying um, a lot of things from, from perspectives far greater than science, you know, um, all the way into alignment with universal creation. Okay. And obviously vaccines are not uh, universal creations. They're definitely very much man-made. Um, so they're, they're very limited because they came out of, uh, a collective group of minds, right? So in that sense, right away, we know that they're limiting. Um, but they also came out of a collective, um, desire and perspective to create more fear. And you know, I think that that's the part that we're really recognizing now. And, and even if you haven't come to that place of, of being willing to know, being willing to see the truth um, about what's actually going on, there is a part of you that recognizes that something isn't right, okay? And what I mean by that is something isn't right is when you're being forced to do something, whether it's against your will or not is, is inappropriate because we go back to this, this one rule in the entire universe. There's one governing factor, and that is free will, okay? And it's fascinating because at the end of the day, you know, free will we'll talk about just the pandemic alone, you know, free will has been challenged over and over and over again. And, and it's, it's gotten to the point where, you know, the narrative is even being controlled so that it's causing people to justify why they're judging other people and, and to justify that it's okay to judge others for not following rules. And I need to I need to be really clear here because I don't want anything to be uh, you know misunderstood or misconstrued because when you talk about free will on a universal level and then on a soul level and then we come all the way down to this human human factor the physical right and and the physical force and and it's about recognizing that free will when you're on a universal level, when you're on a soul level, you look at what's in alignment with your soul. Okay. It's not free will. Isn't, Oh, I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Okay. It's free will is a knowing that you're doing the right thing for you. And I need to make sure that you really understand that because it isn't you know, taken lightly. And, and the problem is that when you're in your mind, you don't know what's in it. When you're making choices from your mind, when you're, you're judging other people, all these things come from your mind. You're not in alignment with what you know is right for a human race, right? For you as a human being who is having this incredible experience based on the soul essence of who you are as a universal being and a a soul being, you know, and, and that piece is missing. And that's really why we're having so many challenges at this time is because we keep going back and forth between human soul and knowing there's a bigger picture. Okay, it's very rare that I come across anyone who's in alignment with their universal self. Okay, once in a while, you, you come across people who they go in and out of connection with their soul. But most people live in their human expression, and they become conscious into what's best for their soul. Um, but also, you know, it's this, it's this awareness and understanding of I know there's more for me. Um, And I also just want to say that very soon, we're going to be starting up a course, um, which is going to be, I'm so excited about it. It's it's helping people really get clear about what is my path, you know, so I think a lot of people have, have that big question. So we're going to be getting We're going to be working on a course that's going to help you break down, you know, what is right for you moving forward and and how to discover, you know, who you are as a soul being. So we're going to talk about that, but I just wanted to, I'm super excited because I'm also working on that right now. So ultimately though, I want to go back and I want to, I want to explain to you that when you have doubts, when you have questions, okay, it's how you phrase those questions, how you choose to look at those doubts that determines who you be in the world. It determines your success, right? So let's say you have, you're unsure about anything. Okay. Um, And you decide to blame another human being. You judge them. You um, determine that they're the ones that are holding you back. You know, it's, it's about allowing yourself to recognize that you're the one who's actually holding your back and you're using this other person to justify why you're staying the same. You know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of awareness and there's a lot of momentum to this awareness. And and what that means is there's more and more people becoming aware every single day. That's, that's how you know, awareness works. That's how consciousness works is every single time there is one more person that becomes more conscious. They raise the vibration of conscious awareness. So when the vibration is raised, it's an energetic vibration that lives in the universe. So as it becomes raised, then more people have access to it. So more people can hook into it, sort of speak, and, and get their own awareness, right? So, but the only way that happens is when someone connects to truth. So that's universal truth. And and universal truths are anything from recognizing the person that you're being, the person that you're choosing to be based on the belief that you have and recognizing that there is a better way. That's a truth, okay? And it's just, it's a fact. It's a universal fact. And when you allow yourself to, I want to say read between the lines you know they're showing me it's like looking underneath what you thought was the truth and being willing to open you know every single one of those cans sort of speak and if you imagine you know a row full of cans in your pantry and every single one of those cans has a new truth to it you know how many of them are you actually willing to open you may think you're willing to open all of them but if that means that you won't have the pretty can that looks so perfect, because you'll have to open it, and in in opening it, you ruin what was originally there, you know, or that can may be hiding something underneath that you want it to look nice and and perfect, because you know what's underneath isn't necessarily perfect, or you think it isn't perfect, or you're worrying that it may not be perfect, and that someone's going to judge what they find. These are all reasons that we don't want to see truth, you know, that we won't have that anymore. We won't have that person. We won't have that relationship. We won't have that dynamic in ourself. You know, if all of a sudden you, you look at, for me, one was, uh, I took a year over a year and, um, every single, you know, four to six weeks, um, I would have a piece of, of meat. And then I would take four to six weeks of, of not eating anything to see how that one meal of meat affected my body. And it was a a long and drawn out process very specifically so that I was completely free of the energy before I took in a new one. So it was a very clean process, but also because I wanted to understand because every animal is different. Every type of, of meat, fish, seafood, chicken, um, poultry, beef, red meat, all of them, pork. It's, it's being willing to fully participate. Okay. And, and of course, and then going through the same process with dairy and all of them, but it's wrecking. And the reason I did it, the reason I put so much effort into it is because I knew that by choosing to no longer, consume those things i was also giving up the traditions okay so it's not just the traditions in my own life it was how i connected to my family so you know for we we celebrated growing up we celebrated christmas we celebrated easter and thanksgiving and and every single one of those celebrations were celebrated around a very particular food that typically for us growing up, consisted of, of animal. So in making this choice to end that dynamic for myself, I also recognized that it was ending the relationship and my participation, because often I would even host for, for a large number of years. So it's recognizing that, and that's why we don't do it that's why we we justify why we can't do something is because we know that it's going to take a lot of effort and we're going to lose a lot because there's going to be so many endings. And this is really a great example of what we're talking about today. You know, when you recognize that your endings are actually the beginnings of new dynamics, new potential, and you stepping into alignment with, with abundance and success on a universal level. That is what keeps you going. Okay. It's when we use momentum that it, it's very interesting. It takes a lot to create any change because momentum needs constant focus right it's it's you can see it you know i for me i always notice when people run their businesses on momentum or they're running events for for people you know i, I always see these personal development people and they 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 get you in and they have these week long seminars or all these different things and and i see a lot of spiritual gurus and they get you in and it's all about momentum. It's about keeping you up and focused. And, and the problem with momentum is we know that whatever they're offering isn't based in truth, because if it was, it would be able to stand alone. And it would allow people to have their experiences of being uncomfortable, of being challenged, of being able to recognize, you know, am I willing to put my, my courage my strength and, and my willingness to participate all out, or am I going to stay over here? And I think there's a lot of people who try, we try and carry other people through their change because it gives us something (laughs) other to focus on than following through on our own. And as human beings, you know, we want to, we want to succeed. We're meant to succeed, right? We're successful because we exist. Uh, And we've been taught to work against ourselves and work against our own success, really for generations now. Like this is going back hundreds of thousands of years. And we're now at a time where we have to recognize all those little nuances that we've been carrying, all those belief systems, all the intricate beliefs that we've woven into our day-to-day lives that really and truly determine not only who we're going to be and and if we're going to succeed, they determine how we're going to present our success or lack of success, right? Whether we're justifying or whether we're um, judging or whatever it may be. So I want to, I want you to look for a few minutes um, at how your mind creates beliefs, okay? So if you think about your mind as a filing cabinet, and, you know, it's a filing cabinet, and inside the filing cabinet, there's drawers. And inside each one of those drawers are a whole bunch of files. Now, we haven't even gotten to the belief stage, and we're already three levels of filing in and what that means is every single one of your beliefs is so finely and intricately woven into who you believe you are and who you think you need to be, that just looking at them is challenging. Forget overcoming them and what the universe is saying right now is... the more you look, the more you'll see. So there's a lot of people who are seeing things, but there's also a lot of people who are doing everything they possibly can to resist seeing. And in turn, you have these lovely people who are, there's people definitely, and there's some others, but these people who are manipulating. And and there's a lot. There's no, they're not just, you know, these big dark forces um, that are manipulating. There's there's an awareness, right? There's a a global awareness of what's going on right now. You know, and, and I mean anyone can see. You can see both sides. There's there's dividing forces, so to speak, and it's not black and white forces. It's not, there's one side and there's another, there's a whole bunch of different perspectives going on in the world right now. And, uh, you know, vaccines are a great perspective and it's, it's important to recognize that, um, you know, our medical system itself is, is not based on truth. It's not based on wellness. It's not based on healing it's based on trauma care, right? And when we really recognize that, then you start to see where the beliefs of those who are controlling that system come from. But then it's even more important to go even deeper and recognize that their beliefs don't actually matter. What matters is your belief system and you being able to make the choices and make the choices that are right for you based on what you know. And what I mean by know is that feeling inside of you. Because I'll tell you, over the past, gosh, over this past year, I've had a lot of people, a lot of questions, a lot of people reach out with questions about Um, the virus itself, about the vaccine itself, and and all the different vaccines and all the variations and and all of the different dynamics that, you know, that go along with it. And, And I think the most important part to remember is that we're here and now in this time, because we have something to offer humanity. Inside of you, you have something to offer. And when you're willing to recognize that what you have to offer is based in truth and that you're willing to see that truth no matter what needs to end in your life is the moment that you become stronger, is the moment that you allow yourself to align with this amazing global force that is, you know, this universal force, this universal energy that is so much more powerful than, than any of us has the ability to recognize, you know, and, and even as I'm sitting here and, and feeling into this energy, you know, it's, it's really like nothing I've, I've been willing (laughs) to communicate before, you know, I'm, I'm much more comfortable talking about controversial topics, um, one-on-one, Um, but at the end of the day, it's the controversial topics that, that make or break us as human beings, you know, and, and when we are willing to look at the truth about, um, vaccines and and science, right? How they've, they've used science as a crutch to justify why it's okay. Um, and the reality is, it's, it's not okay to change the genetic makeup of another human being. It's just not okay. You know, we're here as human beings to, if it was to offer protection, if it was to offer, and what I mean by protection is to protect the genetic makeup of a human being. That would be one thing. But it's not the... These vaccines in particular are changing the genetic makeup. And, and what happens from my perspective and what I can see um, energetically on a universal level is that um, when you take a, a vaccine into your system that is designed to modify the original creation of you, you no longer have the ability to restore your full potential, especially on a physical, uh, as well as a mental and a spiritual. You just you you won't be able to fully access all of you. Does it mean that life is over? No. Some for some it may, um, but it means that your ability to fully restore yourself will be limited to whatever was designed inside of that particular vaccine. And each one of them is very different. Um, (laughs) Even though they're all claiming to be very similar, they're actually very, very different. Um, So it's about understanding and recognizing that when we are unwilling to recognize our own fears and we're unwilling to recognize that we make our choices and we justify those choices based on based on whatever judgments or whatever you know I mean how many times people say well he did that you know think about kids right all the time well you're not supposed to do that well he did that or she did that or they did that right and just because everybody's doing it doesn't make it right. Just because everybody's doing it doesn't make it wrong. It's about being able to feel into the truth, going underneath what's being presented as truth. And recognizing is the core of the belief in alignment with universal existence. You know, that's that's where I'm going. So I'm not listening to when someone says to me, science says, or this person has a degree, I don't care what degree it is, because whatever degree it is, it came from a book, or a bunch of facts from a book, and very little came from experience, right? So when someone says, it's science-backed, you lost, my, you lost me. But if someone is willing to share truth in a way that they explored it, you know, in in alignment with universal creation, you know, we're human beings. We're not we're not science experiments. Evolution isn't a science experiment. <laughs> Some people approach certain scientific experiments to determine if evolution is possible. But that's, again, you can see how that belief going in is already limited because they're saying, is it possible? Because we already know, if you feel into it, that evolution is why every single thing in this universe exists. It's why we were created to evolve. And it's not just humans. It's every single species, whether it's plant or animal, every single species is created to evolve evolve same with matter created to evolve it's static products like plastic and and you know different uh engineering products that you know they they don't evolve right computers you know when when we hear things like technology is the most advanced right so your brain is thinking wow this is revolutionary it's not. It came from someone's mind. Someone had to program it, and they can't. It's it's impossible to out-program universal awareness. It's impossible. And, you know, right now we're in this we're in this state of human existence where that belief is being challenged over and over again. You know, every single thing that we're being offered is to allow us to go deeper, to recognize more truth. And you can see we're becoming more and more divided because there's just, there's just a huge unwillingness to let go of how things currently are, how they've been done for for hundreds of years. You know, my favorite is when someone says, oh, look, at, I did it and I came out all right. No, no, that is not something to justify poor behavior. No, it is not. It is not to justify even why you made a choice. It's Our job as human beings to look at ourselves, to look at who we are being, to look at what we're doing, not only to ourselves, but to the next generations that are coming, you know, that, that are following us, whether we have children or not, you're a role model for other human beings. Every single one of us have the opportunity to be a better human being. What does that mean? It doesn't mean acting better than someone else. It means choosing to look at yourself and being better than you were yesterday. Because you have that potential, you have that ability to look inside, to see if you're acting from a place of truth, or to see if you're following the crowd just because everyone else is doing it. That's how we got into this problem. If that person looks like that, we all need to look like that. If this person has this, we all need to have that. We've become a society of, I want because I see, I want because I see, but what if we were a society who says, ah, I feel this is right for me, and every single individual followed their own unique path, and we were not uncomfortable because someone didn't want to do what we wanted to do. We were not uncomfortable because someone else decided to go over and above what is considered normal. that's, as a human race, it's a big deal, you know, it's, it's a tricky time to be alive, I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed with sadness, and also with hope, um, because I, I know where we are, and it's almost like this tipping point, this breaking point that, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna get it or we're not, and we all have the potential to get it, but are we gonna let fear win, you know, and, and I, I think that's probably why it took me so long, (laughs) almost two weeks to do another episode is, is because I didn't want to have to come out and, and say these things, right? It's scary. It's, it's scary in the sense that to challenge the status quo is always, um, in itself challenging. And, and I'm not interested in, in, in fighting against anything, because we've talked about that as well. Fighting against things doesn't create change. It creates more turmoil. It's about shining a light and shedding a light on truth. And it's not about my version of truth and your version of truth, because there is no versions. Truth is truth. There is only one truth. And either we're in alignment with it or we're not. And uh, we all have access to it. Direct access. You know, you don't need me. You don't need anyone else. You don't need a modality to get you there. My goodness, you don't need a modality. You need to be you. You need to have the courage and you need to want to see the truth more than fear what the truth will mean for you in your life. So, this week and for the next few days, you know, start to look at where you are protecting yourself and where you're hiding from the truth. And the truth doesn't have to be something big and bad and uncomfortable, you know, for me. It was my truth was I would have to share this information with you. And I was gonna cut I was hiding. You know, 12 days and counting. I was gonna put it off as long as I could. And the reality is it gets to a point where the discomfort is isn't worth it anymore. And you know, sharing the truth was more important than, than running away and, and hiding. And you'll have to look at your life, you know, look at your relationships, look at the experiences that you're having and, and decide, are they full enough? Or do they have the potential to be fuller? And how do you know if they're full enough? Because they feel good, they're fulfilling to you. You know, they feed your soul, they allow you to evolve if you're not evolving in your relationships, if you're not evolving in your experiences, it's because there's a part of you that is unwilling to recognize a truth in one of those dynamics. And it's up to you to be willing to see it. No one can change it for you. You have to be willing to recognize and see the truth no matter how uncomfortable it makes you because that's how you step into your power. It's not having power over someone else. It's about allowing yourself to recognize where you've given your power away so you'll stop giving it away so that you can actually use it to create change in your own self, in your own life. And that's how you become a better person and a better human being by becoming someone who stands in that power and uses it to create more change, more evolution, more movement forward. And then that's where other people see it. That's where they recognize you in your movement you know, it's not in what you say you want to do, it's in you doing it. And that's where other people get their inspiration. So, oh, okay, guys, <laughs> let me know what you thought about this episode. It's, uh, it's pretty intense. But I think that it's where we are. And it's, it's obviously what we're ready to hear. And the universe is it knows that it has our back. And I just took uh, a couple extra days to allow myself to accept all of that. Anyways, I love you guys all so much. Please, please let me know how you felt about this if you want to hear more. And uh, yeah, you can find me on the Facebook page. And you can also find me on the website, michellevickers.com. Thanks so much. Bye now.